Scott and Liam versus Evil. Konnichiwa! Hai, hai, mushi, mushi! Wata cha 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 chi chi do cho e yokokoto watashi. Japanese, sorry. Ni tsuti hanashiti te iru hachi. Was that a genuine Japanese introduction? Well, it's, it's kind of supposed to sound like this. <laughs> Are you learning Hachi. Japanese? I, I don't... <laughs> no. I can't even learn I'm Spanish. I'm glad you finally fucking admitted it. It's only took you two years to admit that you do not know a lucky <laughs> Spanish. I like... Hello. I know a wee bit. El... 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 Minute. Is that actually a, a small amount? Is it that, that's total commitment to the... Yeah. The Facebook group pick this week if you've started learning Japanese for it. <laughs> That's the type of service that we give the listeners. They actually learn Japanese for you. Yeah. We go all out. So you guys picked this movie in a poll. House <laughs> or... House! Um, <laughs> every time, I'm going to say it like that every single time. I, um, I'm going to try and not be too... <laughs> Offensive <laughs> in terms you of accents me, in this, tomorrow, in this uh, episode. You say offensive, but... I say racist. <laughs> but I will say this is an episode that has me having a, wee, a beer and a, and a wee homemade whiskey sour in front of me. So <laughs> it's all fair game. You know, all bets are off. Welcome to Scott and Liam versus it's Evil, episode sixty-three. I'm Liam, and this week it's the Facebook. And group I'm Scott. Pick. Are you going to say it like that every time? Hussy! Every time. Every time. And you know what? Do you know what? Because um, the, the, the people in the group deserve it. Whether they want whether Because if they want it, then then they'll enjoy it. And if um, they're like, oh man, he keeps offending me by saying it like that. And I say, well, it's your fucking fault for picking the <laughs> so movie. So you're like paint up frustration about this movie. If you, if you, if has everybody watched the same film I have? Yes. It's from 1977. It's directed by Nobuhiko Obayashi. And Scott, do you want to give a synopsis? Yeah. Can you practice that? I don't, I, I, I don't even know how you could, I don't. This, on IMDb, is, what, is a schoolgirl and six of her classmates travel to her aunt's country home, which tries to devour the girls in bizarre ways. I think that sums it up perfect. Right, I, yeah, I got, yeah, I got that much, yeah. House.
しくて怖いのよ日の光が。Because this is, this, this, this is a master of cinema. My DVD says, my Blu-ray says, master of cinema. Like they they put it in a big group of how this is like the best of the best. To be a master, you are the best, right? So just let's remember、uh-huh. that before we go any further. <laughs> hey, what are you implying that this isn't up there with the best? I'm implying that <laughs> I don't. I. Do you know what? I don't know what I'm implying. I fucking drugs. Drugs. Everybody involved in this film was on drugs. This, these fucking people think they're the the, the Japanese Beatles that made this film during the Sgt. Pepper days. It was in the seventies, so yeah, the majority of the world were on drugs. So there's probably some some truth to that. Yes, but I don't think that makes it a bad movie. I think if anything, that makes it way more exciting. It it make it makes it. I don't even know what it makes it. It makes it questionable. It makes it. Um, do you need to be on drugs to watch it? It probably helps, but being on drugs helps lots of things. <laughs> you ever know? You've not seen Trainspotting. It looks fucking brilliant. Ah, well, it would need to be. Why else would you do it? So yeah, from I take it on your Blu-ray because you're learning Japanese, you clicked the version that was play without subtitles. Yeah. How fucking weird is it that this movie has a play without subtitles? Option in the UK. It, it makes it. It makes it like when you call it masters of cinema. It's 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 pretentious. Is what that is to have that option. It? It's it's pretense of cinema is what it is, or masters of pretense. But is it because it would probably imagine you're in a group of、uh, a room with a group of your pals, just drinking, smoking, whatever you want, and you play this without subtitles. I think it'd make it even funnier than it actually already well, you, is. It's supposed to be a horror movie. If you watch this without subtitles, what, what would you get? Yeah, I don't think you would have a scoop what was going on. Do you know? Do you know what's going on even with the subtitles? I've got a better idea. You've just came off watching this, haven't you? Yeah, literally, literally just switched it off. And this is the first, the first watch. This is I, and probably only watch. Even though you bought it in Blu-ray, you've made another commitment there that you kind of need to stick to and watch it at least once a year. I don't know if I if I can. Maybe maybe when I get to the end, and maybe you can you can enlighten me, mate, because you seem to be enjoying this movie more than I did. So maybe you know something I don't. So maybe maybe、I'll... I don't know if I'm in,、uh, if I'm enjoying the movie more or enjoying how messed up it's going to make your head. Like try to understand it and try to talk about it. I try to take notes as normal. So like <laughs> as I'm going through it, I, I mean I guess we start off at a school, and there's a bunch of. Uh, Japanese schoolgirls kicking about. So I thought, is there a band called Japanese Schoolgirls Rule? Because there should be. But then I remembered there's a Chile's song called Catholic Schoolgirls Rule. But I think they they rule for the same reason. <laughs> so, What's that reason? <laughs> so the, what the fuck is with the music? There is like music blaring over the top of them talking. Like I'm not. I mean blaring, full on blaring. It's so loud. Is this near the start? Yeah. 
I think that's just to set you up for like this is going to be a nightmare. <laughs> this is going to be a roller coaster. So it's just like it's firing everything at you from the very start. The wee tune that is playing over the top of it, over the top of the scenes at this part, it sounds like one of the, you know when and you play like say like a Final Fantasy game and it's like one of the first cities that you visit when everything's you know fine and good and that's what the music sounds like to me. And then it changes dramatically every time something is about to happen. Yeah. And then, that's just great filmmaking. And then the girls uh, hug and they get a wee blue, a wee green circle around about them and I was like, mm, lesbians? <laughs> but, because of the green circle? Yeah, well, because, because of the, the yeah, female they, they, and female hugging? They hugged, yeah, they hugged and they said something and then they made it seem as if they were going to les off, but they didn't. So then um, it cuts to her, <laughs> she goes home and her dad picks her up and I was like, pedo dad? But, uh, Is that just because he's caressing her from behind? Yeah, so, but none of these things um, happened. So the girl, I can't remember, what's what's the main lassie's name? Uh, the Gorgeous? main girl is Angel. Angel. Uh, all the girls are named after like their main attribute, so yeah. if you'll meet the Angel soon. <laughs> Angel, Mac, because it's short for the English word stomach, because she's fat. <laughs> uh, but she isn't even though. Um, she's fatter than the rest of them, but... yeah. Sweetie, Kung Fu, because she does Kung Fu. Melody. Obviously. Melody, because she plays piano. Prof, because she wears glasses. And Fantasy, because she <laughs> is a Bukaki <laughs> a, 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 a actress. <laughs> um, wait, can I just ask a question? So they were, they're planning on going into the woods or something. They're planning on going camping, right? So you've got this one teacher who's going to take six Japanese schoolgirls camping. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, that's a wee bit of the story I, I'm not quite, I don't quite get. Maybe Japanese schoolgirls and their teachers have a totally different relationship and I can believe that based on that anime porn that I watched a few weeks ago where it was like lesbian demon teachers banging real asses. So maybe paedophilia is okay in Japan? It's like, it's like, the, it's... Their media and their movies and certainly their cartoons would lead you to believe that everybody's a schoolgirl and they all want the D or at least the T. <laughs> like the tentacle. The tentacle, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the tentacle. Oh, I was really hoping the Japanese word for penis began with, uh, <laughs> began with a T. <laughs> oh, that would be good if it did. That would have been, been very Aye. clever of me. <laughs> but sadly, it wasn't clever of me. So. No. But yeah, that is a weird thing that this male teacher with a long pedo sideburns is going to take them all out on a field trip fucking on a camping trip like let's not kid on like like oh well, maybe that's maybe i'm being presumptuous maybe they did just want to go camping <laughs> i doubt it but if you were a teacher with sideburns like that would you know they try to lure six wee lasses out to go camping with you? <laughs> uh, if i oh, if i had sideburns like that oh would you put it like that <laughs> uh, right so they're, they're waiting for the teacher to come and help them go to the camping or go to yeah, to still go to the camp trip. Then he falls down the stairs in this weird slow motion thing and gets a steel pot <laughs> stuck in his ass. And it goes full Benny Hill in that <laughs> scene. <laughs> what, what was that all about? Why? I don't I don't understand. This is when the weird music... This is and one of the two or three English songs that plays through this movie. And this is when it, I'm like, is this a Beatles video now? Like, is this full-on Beatles? Sure as cherries were made for eating And the 
bands that play a lot of the music are, I think they're called Go Go Day Go. It looks like Go Die Go, but they were they done a few songs for this so they could release like a soundtrack before the movie came out because Japanese cinema never really had anything like that before, like a movie that actually came with merchandise and books and comics. So that was the kind of studio's ploy to try and get more folk to come and see the film. And then and all that stuff came with this movie then, like the merchandise and all the rest of it? So the stuff out there that we can buy? Yeah. Well, you could probably buy it at the time. But as like novels and soundtracks, I don't think there's any like cool furry cats that shoot green lasers. That would be a fucking brilliant market employee though. Yeah. But yeah, I take it, you, did you read... T- anything about the history of the film I read nothing I read absolutely nothing you told me again blind so I did I went in fully blind right this oh, it all came out with the studio what, because Jaws had come out two years before this mm. uh, in 75 so the studio because Japanese cinema was kind of like a known event there was very little but I can see why <laughs> racist there <laughs> uh, was very, very little there was very little happening and they wanted to cash in in Jaws, so they got this director, uh, the Nobuhiko Obayashi, who was like a really big commercial director. He made thousands and thousands of TV adverts, and was really, really good. So they thought he'd be good for uh, doing a horror movie to cash in on Jaws. Quite a step up, isn't it? It is, and I don't even know if he's actually watched Jaws. If you then watch this movie. I don't think he's watched. I don't think he's watched anything. I think, see, now you said that. I think it's just like fucking forty washing up powder commercials stuck together. <laughs> that, 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 yeah, that explains it. Where is the editing and some of the sound and stuff? It's all very done for like what you would do if you were filming a cheesy commercial. So you're telling me in so 1977 there was not there was only one person that could make a movie. To, for the studio there was not one person who'd made a movie before they had to buy it pick a guy who makes adverts no I think it was just because they wanted to shake it up everything else was getting stale and nobody really cared so I, in Japan it's the same as kind of Japanese wrestling and most other things you actually need to work your way through or look like a career path so you kind of just jump in and be from nothing to being the best so when you're a director in Japan You've got to be an assistant director for years before MD will give you a chance at making a debut film. Whereas this guy was doing commercials because he was getting paid for it and then they just thought, hey, why don't we actually chance it? Because his, his commercials are going down well, so why don't we chance it and get him to make this kind of horror movie? Well, fucking well done. And then it all started where his daughter was in the bathroom and she had like this kind of dream that a reflection came out and got her and she was thinking oh what would happen if your house attacked you and then he kind of ran with it so it's really it's actually a, a father's gift to his daughter which makes the movie beautiful in my eyes yes that's what it is it's definitely it's a beautiful <laughs> homage to his daughter <laughs> right so so basically there's, there's a kind of there's a weird story there's the storylines in this movie that don't really need to be there the main girl Angel her dad, her mum has died seven years ago. Her dad now has a new girlfriend, and Angel's been a wee spoiled brat about it, saying, "No, I don't want to be with her." I think it's because the stepmom doesn't look Chinese or Japanese. I think she's a racist. So you're saying, I was going to say, so you're saying Angel's a racist. Yeah. 
That's what this movie is all about. Yes. The underlying racism in children. Like, I think if you're going to make a Japanese movie and you get a Japanese person comes into the, the casting office and, and they don't look Japanese just because that's just the way they look, you, you can't hire them. You need to be racist. You can't have... Unless you're meant to have someone who's not Japanese, do you know what I mean? Like it just—it's just confusing. No. no, is it not? So, no. What, what's what's not Japanese about her? She looks in, in, incredibly Japanese. What the stepmom? Yeah. No, she doesn't. <laughs> she does. What's your definition? In fact, no. That's a pitfall. <laughs> that's a baby trap that I'm not going to let you fall into this time. <laughs> right. So the the um, where I'm at, I've got a couple of uh, notes that I wrote down trying to guess the plot in the movie, and they, and they didn't kind of go out so I will skip over them but they turn up at the house and meet her aunt yeah so her aunt um, was supposed to marry a handsome man and he went away off to war and died and then she watched her sister get married to Angel's father Uh Uh, so the aunt was like an old spinster pissed off spinster Um, so when they go to the house she is for some reason in a wheelchair and got white hair, she didn't used to have white hair in the flashback she now has white hair she's got a cat who just keeps meowing throughout the whole soundtrack, like constantly fucking meowing. <laughs> uh, and but she's rolling their wheelchair through the house at one point, and somebody off camera just throws the cat onto her lap, like and they try to pretend <laughs> that the cat jumped there, but it was just it was thrown. I, I also did like that. Someone literally just threw a cat at the wheelchair. Like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry, so they went to her, they they wrote to the aunt to ask if they can visit her because she's not seen her in years. And she just can't live with her dad anymore because he's doing the dirty on her dead mom. That's right, she's like scores him of pictures and all that as right, well. She says, that's it, he's, you're fucking dead to me and I hate you. You bastard. I'm like, how old is this supposed to be? Maybe I just don't fancy him. <laughs> <laughs> all the actresses in this had never done a movie before. They were, like, well, they'd done TV commercials or like models. Oh, there's a fucking surprise. <laughs> hey, what, are you saying there's something wrong with her acting? No. <laughs> <laughs> This is then, they're at the house, and do you not love the way this movie looks? Like, if you if you actually look past the it not being conventionally good looking, do you not think it's just a, in such an interesting style that you've never seen before? It's, I don't, I don't know, because there was a lot, there was a lot of differences in it, in terms of, I t- <laughs> You know, at some point I'm watching a movie that's got like objects literally in front of me floating about on fishing wire, and next <laughs> minute I'm watching really bad '70s MTV music video graphics, like floating lips. But if I'm you like, think about it, that was in the '70s. That's well ahead of its time. MTV didn't come in the '90s. Aye, okay, all right. So there we go. There's one mark in the column pro for how so it was well ahead of its time. Yeah. So let's let's just talk about how it is quite ahead of its time, and the fact that the fat girl, she's bought a watermelon. She's fucking obsessed with this big fat watermelon, right? <laughs> and she puts it down the well because the fridge is broke. Can we find out what's wrong with the fridge later on? <laughs> so she puts the she puts the watermelon down the well because that is the natural fridge. Apparently, she goes out to get it. She's apparently that's obviously true. <laughs> Cold water will keep things cold. Ah, uh, so I can't remember who goes after her. One of the lassies goes after her, tries to pull the watermelon out of the well. She pulls up Max's severed head and starts talking to her or singing to her. Then starts flying through the air and starts eating her ass. <laughs> like, <laughs> what the fuck is yeah, going on? A, 
You've made that nastier than it actually is. She doesn't eat an ass. She oh, bites, she her, bites her bum. Right, okay. <laughs> I know there's a difference. There is a difference. But, like, there's a lot of things that happen in this movie that if it was like a video nasty, it would be so much worse. It's so fucking grim and gritty. But it's done in such a, a beautiful a fairy tale-like way that you can't say eating ass, you've got to say biting bum. It is like a fairy tale, isn't it? There is, it's got that kind of look because the scenery is so fake looking, but I think that's potentially on purpose as well. I, see, that, that's what I really like about it. I like how the movie looks because you're never going to see another movie like that. That's that fucking batshit crazy that the people are real. Some of the set's real and some of the background's totally fake, but they're trying to pass it off as real. But are they trying to pass it off as real? You never know what this movie's trying to do and I think that's all part of the fun. I just... I wish I, I need it to be clearer. You know? If it was clearer, it'd probably ruin it a bit. I think it is the fact that you do you literally cannot comprehend what's about to happen next every time. Yes, I think no, I'm yeah, I think you're fully right with that because I'm just thinking of the, the upcoming scenes and you're right. I think it's like it's like a, a fever dream. So you're tripping out your tits and like in your, in your dream you know yourself you walk down the street and you'll be with someone and you'll turn around and there'll be somebody completely different and you'll be somewhere else and you'll be like on the back of a motorbike and you'll be on an elephant maybe uh, but it's just constantly changing yeah I understand because I think it's I think a dream is like kind of one of the hardest things to film because you can't you can never fully describe a dream and I don't think you could ever because you can never fully describe a dream to someone else so to film a dream you would have the majority of the audience not getting it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it is kind of it's, it is kind of dreamlike this movie. But I, I will say, there's the severed head when it goes back against the well. It actually looks quite creepy. Because yeah, it's like a kind of off purple, isn't it? Yeah, it looks like what the um, you know, like the ring and the grudge. Uh, maybe more so the grudge, the kind of dead body face. For, for them uh-huh. in a colour that goes maybe something about making like Japanese dead bodies that they, they go that colour I don't know <laughs> maybe she has just been down a well though so she'll be awfully cold so that would explain the kind of blue and purpleness <laughs> yeah but it's um, but it is no it is quite it is very very creepy but it's also not fully explained because she doesn't she disappears again because when the girl tries to say she's down there and then they go and get her and it's just a watermelon and then they all get tucked into the watermelon <laughs> It seems awfully strange that that's just all Japanese kids wanted in the seventies. Just a big fat juicy watermelon. I know it's fucking huge as well. Do you see the size of it? Oh, it had to be it fucking fed like five or six lasses and their auntie, maybe even a cat. <laughs> I think when you when you then think though that the head disappeared, that's because you're you're trying to reason it. I said to you at the very start, just watch it for the ride that it is. Don't try and comprehend or link anything together, just fucking roll with the punches. I find that difficult though, I find it difficult to, because then you like, you like watch it with, and not pay attention, or, what, what do you mean? No, pay, pay attention, but, if you're, you see if you're sitting on a roller coaster, and you go to go, upside down, if you, if you don't understand, why the track's going upside down, does it mean you're going to enjoy going upside down any less? I'm my second cider. That literally made no sense. <laughs> <laughs> but so if you if you're in a roller coaster and it's in the dark, 
You're in for, you're a space, space mountain is in the dark. Yeah. You're expecting the roller coaster a twist left, but it twists right. Should you not just don't don't think about all right, this is going to twist left or right. Just go with it. So it twists right, you enjoy the right twist, and it twists left, you enjoy the left twist. If you're expecting something, you're then you're going to stop yourself enjoying the movie because you're like, right, well that doesn't really make sense. But it's not meant to make sense. It's just a fucking mad acid trip dream. Just roll with it. <laughs> I think if you went back and watched it that way, it would probably completely change your enjoyment of it. It's maybe one. It's maybe one that I would go back and watch. But then the thing is, though, see if you go back and watch it like drunk or high, you you can't because you then you need to pay attention to the subtitles. You can do that drunk and high. I don't. Know, there's not a lot of things I can do while drunk. <laughs> My next note is um, where the girls say to each other, uh, "Let's take a bath together." I'm like, "Fuck yes!" <laughs> and this is when the first uh, set of boobs comes on show. But it's it's, it's kind of strange because. They're not showing boobs to show the boobs, but at the same time, you think then why are you showing them? Like you don't need, they don't need to be in the scene, but um, they're still they're still there. But but if you were in a dream and there was girls going in the shower, would you not end up dreaming of boobs? Yeah, you just want boobs all the time. They're, they're like nature's, you know, goodie bags. <laughs> they are nature's goodie bags. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the next scene after that we don't get to that, see implies, the that implies that there's like toys inside them <laughs> <laughs> I, I was trying to think I can't think of anything else that's not <laughs> offensive I think nature's goodie bags was offensive enough <laughs> was it was, yeah. <laughs> so Kung Fu comes out she's chopping wood and then the wood gets back up and starts attacking her so she Kung Fu's all the wood alive wood logs with kung fu and then kung fu's clothes fall off and I'm like this is going to get sexy <laughs> I expected more from the movie from this point on to be honest with you that was two girls getting nearly naked pretty quickly and you know oh so it was the pants that made, made you feel sexy nothing to do with the karate it, of course she was doing karate in her pants I think was was, <laughs> was it she stays in those pants I think they just thrown the kung fu thing in there literally because what's not cool about karate did we just become best friends? Yup! You wanna go do karate in the garage? Yup! She does karate all the time. <laughs> well, that, her name is Kung Fu. Yeah, her name right, is Kung Fu and she only done karate on a Wednesday. You'd be like, <laughs> can, I, can I get missold out there? So after she's um, fought the logs, you have a scene in the kitchen where I believe it's Angel and Fantasy tidying up. Uh, sorry, no, it's, it's Prof in Fantasy tidying up. And uh, the uh, Fantasy turns around and sees the auntie climb backwards into the fridge. You know, the broken fridge. Uh-huh. And uh, shut the door and then Fantasy gets a fright, drops the plates and smashes them all. And Prof's like, ah, wait, what happened? You, did, that, did that, you didn't see her go into the fridge. At which point, from our view, the aunt now crawls in front of our screen and then breaks the fourth wall. And I'm like, what is actually happening? <laughs> like, do I mean, I'm trying to sound intelligent, but I don't, I don't know, because straight after that she starts doing some weird dance, and then the fucking cat starts singing. <laughs> you know, I was like, what? That's a, that same scene's another bit where it's obviously just meant to be a trippy dream because the ants' audio 
is so fucking far removed for the rest of the girls. It's actually a bit unsettling and you think that, right, she's obviously not an auntie or she's a witch or she's some sort of entity. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. she claims it in the fridge, so... Yeah. And then, so do you think that's... All right, okay. Do you think that's the f- when we're supposed to get told that the aunt isn't who she says she is? But has she not already been munching away on, like, Max hands and stuff by this point? Aye. Did we see that? Uh, I think you have seen it by this point. Aye. Or it's just after this scene where she then uh, it's like a wee kind of musical montage yeah. eating hands and the first kind of sight of blood and stuff. It's just... <laughs> Is it what you expected when everyone in the group gave their picks and everyone, well, the majority of people voted for this? Is it what you expected? No, absolutely not. I don't believe that even half of you guys that picked this movie have seen it. <laughs> and I think that you now should go and see it like I don't recommend you buy it because it cost me nearly 18 quid but use go and see it somehow you know pirate it if you need to don't say I told you to do that but watch it and see if you just try and try and fathom what the hell this is all about I think you underestimate the group I think every single person that voted for that has seen it and I think every single person that voted for it loves it in their own way and just couldn't wait to hear you try and understand it I know for a fact that Rudy's seen it because he had sent me a wee clip of this fucking weird puppet show thing. It was like dancing skeletons. And I was like, what, what? I don't. I was like laughing and saying, "Ah, oh, very good." And then I watched the film and I was like, "Oh, right, I get it now." And I'm, so, what the fuck is with the dancing skeleton? <laughs> Explain that to me. It's a dream. It's, it's, it's not a dream. It's obviously not a dream. But you, you don't need to explain it. It's just the house is haunted. So of course, it's going to be a dancing skeleton. And in the 70s, it's going to look like that. It's like the skeleton from uh, House on Haunted Hill that pushes the woman into the into the vat of acid. It's just literally took a guy with some... It's the fishing wire again. He's got <laughs> he's got fishing wire on the, the wrists of this skeleton and just making it dance every time the piece gets played. Which, by the way, Melody does all the fucking time. <laughs> because she's been possessed by the house, so she's playing the house's theme tune. It's the, and it's that fucking song over and over and over and over again different variations of the same bloody song I think that the the, uh, the skeleton the house in Haunted Hill in the 50s and that that skeleton was probably scary because that was the fucking high end effects at that time maybe this skeleton was scary in the 70s in Japan it was a simpler time wasn't it yeah Sometimes I'd like to go back to a simpler time and see if I could get scared by a plastic skeleton. <laughs> Maybe you could. Maybe I should be scared of a plastic skeleton because of the damage it'll do to the world, being plastic and all. Again, is this movie so ahead of its time that it's trying to say, be terrified of plastics? I don't think this movie is ahead of its time at all, <laughs> other than being Japanese and they're just ahead of everything. Can you see the logical step in Japanese cinema then, where they went from this to, like, Ring and The Grudge? Are you, is, this, are you, is that a real question? <laughs> it's a real question, eh? I don't know if I can. No, I, I really can't. <laughs> so this is where it all, obviously, it really starts hitting the fan and the house is out to eat everyone. So is this where, this is when we get the scene where Sweetie has went into one of the rooms and found the doll that's talking to her. Uh-huh. She was looking for the futons to, for them all to sleep on. Yep. And she finds them. And then the futons... Kick her cunt in. 
Yeah, <laughs> death by mattress. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't know what the hell's going to say. All these mattresses just came out of nowhere and just start buttering and flying on top of you. And then we get this, you know, upskirt shot. I don't know, it's just so bizarre. I don't know when they go and find her, but my next note after that is a conversation they have because they're still expecting this um, sideburns teacher to turn up. And I think uh, one of the girls tells Angel, your favourite teacher will be here soon. He's a man, he can save us. It's the 70s, man. <laughs> oh, is that, is that you now on your fucking feminist high horse? It's the 70s, you can overlook a slight bit of misogyny. For all it being wrong, it's Japan, man. Um, yeah, well, I just I just go on, I'm just on all high horses. I'm a, I, I try and offend everybody and I try and please everybody all at the same time. <laughs> Japan's quite a kind of misogynistic culture as it is in the way that men kind of have all the power. So it would make sense that in the 70s to in this movie that the only logical person that can rescue them would be a man it's because well I don't really know I've only seen I don't really have, I've not seen a lot of Japanese stuff I've only really seen Haosu um, <laughs> Cowboy Bebop and a lot of um, short clips of Japanese people but see Cowboy Bebop and that is just as fucking weird as this it's just because it's a cartoon it gets away with it aye if this was a cartoon would you have enjoyed it more aye, probably yeah why don't you watch it and just pretend it's a cartoon pretend it's a really realistic looking cartoon like Angela Anaconda, remember that on Cartoon Network? I think I do actually. But I it was like real. It was actually real pictures of faces. Oh no, no, no! I fucking hated that shit. That was so scary. I do remember Angela Anaconda and the wee triangle uh, orange dress, and she had a person's face that would move. I. Is she, that is was it, fucking horrible. Her face is black and white, but her hair and the clothes and that were wrong colour. That was uh, that was a fucking acid trip. <laughs> Maybe we should review Angel Anaconda for one of the next episodes. I, loved it. I used to love that. Oh, man. I, that was terrifying. It, it was. It was surreal as fuck. Right, so what's your next scene? Uh, my next scene is uh, back with Melody playing the piano again. And she is now... It, she, it, she, felt, she claimed the piano better the first time. So she's now back playing the piano again. Because you would. Because your name's Melody. So it's obviously what you live and breathe. So a piano biting you, obviously, doesn't it t- turn you off? So she goes back and the piano bites her again. Well, this time it bites off like four of her fingers. And to be fair, for 1977, the graphics of her having no fingers is actually not too bad. Even though she laughs and she's like, oh, they're gone. Yeah. <laughs> is that your reaction when a piano bites all your fingers off? I guess because a lot of Japanese kids are forced to play the piano, so maybe she was just happy not to have to play it again. Yeah, but not if your name is Melody. As Aye. you said, that she does love and breathe it, so... But she didn't name herself. Well, she probably did. I don't think. I don't think her mum and dad called her Melody and then just forced her to play piano when she got older. I, I think Japanese parents are pretty strict. <laughs> I mean, they named one of their kids Kung Fu. <laughs> She's good at karate, so. Again, I don't think her name's Kung Fu. I think that's the nickname the girls give each other. All oh, right, okay. Because it sums up their character. So oh, I right. would be incredibly sexy, and you would be hot sauce bucket. Fun bucket. That, you know, that was a question I was going to ask you about the end of this. What? Like, the girls have all got names that just like, think of the character. What would your house, how soon name be? But you've ruined it. Oh, uh, sorry. I can cut this out if you want. Uh, no, sorry. Let's just leave it in. <laughs> um, you can ask me again. Right. 
so the piano chews off a couple of fingers, then it chews off one of your hands, and all the while, while she's playing this, the skeleton's still dancing in the background. It's not even part of the main scene, it's just in the background, just and you just see it sometimes, just, you know, jigging away every time the piano's getting played. He's got, no, he's got nobody to dance with. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, so the piano then chops off, uh, or sorry, eats one of her hands, and then just full on eats her. Like, fully chomps at the bits. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the piano it also made her naked, but no boobs this time. But that's the point that you Snapchatted me, just the, the letters WTF. Yeah, it's fucking piano air. <laughs> but do you not get that she was enjoying it? She was finding it kind of sexually gratifying because Getting she does love the, the piano. That, that's the best way to die for her. And now she's in, she's, now she's inside the piano. Yeah, and some of the the best effects ever because that that shot looking down at the piano where there's just like random body parts. I mean, that looks so realistic. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's just random body parts just floating about I think we do get some disembodied boobs later on like from that character like when she's just different parts of her body floating about do you know what that scene was like remember in the, the arcade machine in the man cave and we played uh-huh. that that game where you just got to shoot people's limbs oh, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, that's what that was like but literally it's just bits of torso just rotating round yeah, what? yeah. <laughs> fucking bizarre Absolutely but bizarre. Who, who made that game? The Japanese. Again, way ahead of their time, man. I feel like it's a country I want to visit, though. You've been there, haven't you? Yeah. Is this what it was like? Oh, yeah. It was just <laughs> floating tits everywhere. <laughs> floating tits and laser-eyed cats. <laughs> it's actually not like that at all, is it? It's really no. quite respectful. and We did go to a DVD shop. or oh, we thought it was DVDs because we ended up kind of stuck in the apartment. Well, I say apartment. We get stuck in the box room for a while, <laughs> and we see a big DVD sign. And we went to go, but it turned out it was like adult DVDs. It turns out it wasn't even adult DVDs. It was just computers, and you picked a girl, and then you went into a room, and then she came in with you. It was a full-on brothel. <laughs> <laughs> there was a there was a woman crying in the stairs, and right next to her was a big giant machine gun just lying. We we're like, <laughs> we should we should really get out of here. Fucking hell. <laughs> right at Shibuya Crossing, so it's not even like it was down a CDB street. It was right in the fucking, it's like in Buchanan Street walking into a brothel and there'd been a gun on a windowsill. Wow. It might not have been a real gun, but to my untrained eyes, that shit was real. And we didn't get any DVDs, and we didn't get any prostitutes. So yeah, Japan was fun. <laughs> <laughs> so my next note after she's been eaten by the piano is that at one point they look at the piano and the fingers, the severed fingers, are just playing the piano. Yep. They're also playing it wrong, by the way, but that's just me being pedantic. I could, that's what they were bored about when they were filming that scene. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've just got a couple of, kind of what, like, the next one's Dancing Skeleton, so I'm assuming that wee guy's just still jigging about in the background. Uh, <laughs> and then there's some goldfish, and I'm like, did they, I think they suffocated some real goldfish. Possibly. Yeah, and then there's just giant lips just appear for a couple of them and I was like it's like a game it's it's genuinely it's like a Japanese game like a like a computer game that's what it feels like and then it just starts flashing I think this is the, is this the whole part where they kick the um, um, Kung Fu is karate kicking everything and I think she dies at some point and she gets her legs cut off but her leg comes back out and karate kicks something or disembodied <laughs> legs karate kick something 
and then jump into the cupboard and then the cupboard drawers start bouncing open and shut like Mary Poppins and then they kick <laughs> the picture of the, the cat off the wall and that's when shit really hits the fan and that's when they kind of think they're going to win but they don't win because they've all been chopped up to bits and their disembodied boobs are flowing about all over the place and then the cat picture vomits blood everywhere and then they're floating in a river of cat's blood on a, yes. a wooden like door the, the Japanese evil dead <laughs> that's what it's like see evil dead too yeah Evil Dead 2 didn't make any logical sense but it was still a fucking fun ride to go on when you're watching it this is just the same as this mm. I suppose it's kind of like that it is kind of like that but then then, so then when they're floating about who's left at this point fantasy and fantasy is it Angel? Prof is Angel no Angel's gone? the kind of mean one she's already turned into her auntie remember she gets sucked into the mirror it might be Prof but I can't remember how she then goes well, she gets sucked. Whoever does not fantasy gets sucked into the water, and all her clothes come off, and she does like in a wee spinning round circle thing, where she shows her boobs a couple of times and her bum. And maybe there's more floating lips in the screen. I'm not sure. <laughs> See the big giant lips come on. I can't believe you didn't put out that one of the girls does just turn around and go, giant oh, lips. Says it in Japanese. <laughs> Subtitles, giant lips. Oh, she says it in Japanese. She says it, I can't remember. I know it says. She says it in Japanese, so the subtitles just say giant lips, and it's like, yeah. no, we can see that. That's not the part you have to explain. <laughs> um, so, fantasy floats up to the stairs where Angel is now dressed in a big kimono, and she's coming down the stairs, and I'm like, so Angel is the new auntie now, because we figured out that the auntie was like just being a, a, like a vision the house was projecting to the girls to bring them in because the house is alive the house is eating people so then Angel then cuddles or the, the, the possessed Angel cuddles fantasy and flips between being Angel and being the auntie as a younger as, as a young person and um, both of them I've got their boobs out sounds like you literally the... watched this full movie just to count how many boobs you see I thought that's what I thought that's what we done <laughs> is that not what we do that <laughs> is actually because I don't remember seeing that many boobs. I was obviously just enthralled in the the cat. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I know you you do you do enjoy um, cats quite a lot these days. Um, <laughs> no, it definitely it was like one boob that was out. It was, it was almost like a kind of side boob, but it was definitely out. But this is now when the next scene, the stepmom comes back. She turns up at this house, and my my, my last two notes. Do you want to tell me my last two notes, sir? I go for it. Is the stepmom even Japanese? And then I don't get it. Is this when they're at the watermelon shop and she, the stepmom drives up behind it's, where the teacher was parked? It's not a watermelon shop anymore. It's a fucking there's just like a banana person sitting in the car. Aye, that because the teacher ate the watermelon and then it turned into bananas because he said that he didn't like watermelon. He just liked bananas. Fuck! <laughs> 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 when did that happen? Like when he was in getting the watermelon and the guy's like. Oh, do you like watermelon? He said, no, I like bananas. He starts jumping up and down. I so he then turns out. And then the next scene is just a bunch it's of bananas. A banana, a banana man sitting in the fucking thing. Holy fuck. <laughs> there's, there's a review on IMDb by Jugger Trout and then the caption is just, don't watch this on drugs or you might die. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's fair. And it actually opens with, this film is impossible to describe or review on assigning an arbitrary number out of ten. In fact, <laughs> calling it a film throws up the very idea of what constitutes a film. It is filmed, yes. 
<laughs> as far as I can tell, the actors knew they were being filmed and were probably paid in drugs. But yeah, I struggle to define this as a film. It just doesn't seem right. <laughs> and then he goes on. Sums it up. Sums it up perfect. I don't know. Did you enjoy any part of it? Like, could you see, can you understand why people picked it thinking that you were going to have a lot of fun, albeit at your expense with this one? It's, do you know, I don't, I don't know if that's, I still don't believe that people have, have, have seen it. I think they just all jumped on the bandwagon of picking it. Nah, I don't know who nah. started it. Uh, it was, I think it was Fish. Oh, I fuck, there's a fact that I am no surprised. Because, <laughs> like, ages ago, near the start of this, we put up, like, oh, what, do you, what should we talk about? And he said house out, and that's when I then bought it, because I was like, what the fuck's this? And at that point, I was still listening to Fish's recommendations. So I bought it, thoroughly enjoyed it. Obviously, I, I no longer listen to his recommendations after the technical hentai porn <laughs> that I was made to buy. Uh, but I honestly think that this movie is way more popular than like either is ever thought. Obviously, I know you didn't really know about it until the poll, and I only found about it with Fish, but this movie's got a fucking huge, huge cult following. Well, it is, it is obviously like a master of cinema. I mean, it's like, it's got huge releases and I, I do believe it is but I think is it one of those things do people like it because they get it or do the people like it because they think they want to get it or I think it's like the room see how people go to the screenings for that despite how fucking terrible it is but it's funny to watch it's funny to watch in a room full of other people enjoying the same daft bits that you are I think this is the same a room full of people would fucking eat this up but are we so are we laughing at them then? Because I think people are laughing at Tommy Wiseau with the room. I think that's what's happening, which makes me not really like the whole room love because I think people are laughing at him. I think House is a bit different. I don't think um, I don't think there's anything really to laugh at. I think it's more just that this is fucking bonkers and just you're never going to see a movie like it. There's nothing at all to compare it to. So just enjoy it. And people enjoy it for all different reasons. Like the dancing scale, and if you're sitting watching that in a group with a group of people, a group of friends, pissed out your mind, you're gonna you're gonna love it every time you see that dancing scale. You're gonna love it every time the piano eats and essentially telepathically rapes a young <laughs> Japanese schoolgirl. Mate, I am kinda coming around to I'm kinda coming around to the idea that that, that could be the case. I might I might watch it again in my lifetime. Is it like do any fairy tales make sense? If you really go back, they don't. They've always got always fucking sh- mythical creatures or story plots that wouldn't actually happen. So it's just the same as this. It's a fairy tale. It's, it should make sense. You just enjoy it. You don't watch Alice in Wonderland and go, I don't believe that Alassie can drink something and get really small and then start playing about with. She um no she ate a mushroom and that is what made her see everything so it kind of makes sense to me. If you think about it, maybe this movie, maybe the kids, the maybe the watermelon was tainted. In fact, I was just gonna say maybe it was the watermelon. The watermelon probably was tainted because that's how the teacher then ate it and turned into bananas. 
<laughs> Fucking I. So, but do you not think have you ever you've ever noticed how, or not? Have you ever noticed how? But have you ever like kind of looked up on um, the old uh, samurai movies from like Japan, mm-hmm. and then from like I don't know the black and white days, and then <laughs> pretty much pretty much remade as cowboy westerns. It's the same films. Have you ever mm-hmm. kind of looked at those comparisons? So. Do you think that if this was 1977, that's quite early in terms of kind of modern horror? So the wee guy at the watermelon stall is the same as the hobo at the gas station or the hillbilly at the gas station telling you not to go. It could be right. So you'd see it, and then you put mm-hmm. these comparisons. You're driving in the middle of nowhere. You stop at a service station that really should tell, tries to tell you or warns you. They're aware of the house that you're going to. That's some recluse house, but they they know of it. And then you, you just you know buy a watermelon after them and keep going. Right. And then at the end, it all comes back to back to the that same wee guy, man. Yeah. Same as cabin fever. Yeah. It kind of starts in the wee shop, ends in the wee shop. So yeah, again ahead of its time. Seventy-seven, man. When was Texas Chainsaw? Texas Chainsaw Massacre was seventy-four. Ah, so we can't try and claim that Toby Hooper copied Obiashi then? We can't, we cannot claim that. Unless all of Obiashi's uh, adverts, all 1,000 of them, were... Uh, exactly, like Texas Chainsaw Mask. I hope they are, I really do hope they are. <laughs> Would you go and watch another Nubihiko Obiashi film after this? Do you have one in mind? I don't know, not right now, I won't. I need, I need some time. No, I'm just, I was just wondering, like, what is your what is your enjoyment of this? What, what are your takeaways? Is there any plus points from it at all? Or are you <coughs> just on the kind of, kind of side of the table that everyone in the group's a bastard for making you watch it? I got through it. It was only an hour and a half, and I got through it. I wasn't 100% bored by it. I It was enjoyable, and it was entertaining. It was just confusing. And that's thing, as much as I, I like movies to let me think, I also like to be pointed in the right direction. You know, it's like, I like to say, like, when you're learning maths and they teach you the formulas and then, you know, then you go and work it out. So I know I know how to work out these sums because I know the formula to use. It's like, with watching this film, it was like knowing the maths formula and then they were asking me to, you know, criticise Shakespeare. And I'm like, I don't... <laughs> I, I mean, it's like I can't put these two things together. I don't get it. You know, I, I, I don't, I don't think there's a formula available to be able to understand this film. It's strange because you, you really like Poltergeist, don't you? It, Poltergeist is just as fucking mental as this. It's yeah. just not done as well. Oh, it's definitely not done as well. But Poltergeist is one of those films I've watched it maybe five or six times, and. It was always for reasons. I was all, I was either showing somebody or I watched it again for when we done this movie. We done it for this uh, for the podcast, and like some of the songs have got wee catchy bits in it. But then I found out the new Fangoria had a hand in making that. So there's reasons why the the songs were good, and it's small things that made it okay to watch. This movie, I don't I don't I don't hate it, but I just can't envision a time where I'll go back and watch it again. I imagine you're sitting in a pub and somebody goes oh what's the weirdest movie you've seen you're going to say how to and if they go oh we should go back and get a drink and watch it are you going to say no that sounds like a shit plan or are you going to buy a fucking crazy beer get home and laugh at the piano eating the wee lassie I hope so 
I actually thought this would be the one that would, would like completely swing you, where you actually go, I was expecting to hate it, but it was so much fun. I don't know. But then I don't know. I think I was maybe set up to hate it from the get-go, like from the, the whole, from going in. And because I was really making it obvious that it was going to be fun listening to what you've got to say about it. And, and I think hopefully they got what they, um, they wanted. Hopefully I, I satisfied probably... their stupid <laughs> desires. They probably wanted way more racist, offensive outbursts. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've, I'm, uh, I'm learning. I'm, uh, I'm behaving myself these days. <laughs> You're towing the line. I'm towing the line, yeah. <laughs> uh, so what would you give House? Um, I would give it six ass-eating severed heads out of ten. Right, okay. Have you got a, a, final, a final summary of that? Uh, no, my, last, my final summation is I don't get it. <laughs> but 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 um, Rudy did say to me um, just before we started recording that he recommends I look at the special features on the DVD. He thinks he's got the Criterion release, the uh, the, the American one. Um, so I'm not sure if my special features are the same as his. So I will have a look. And he says that you'll find out, you know, what they the, what they were aiming for in the movie. So there is there is answers to get. So I'm going to go and look for them, and um, maybe that'll change. Maybe my rating will change over time. I see. I've watched. I think I've got your version, but the DVD format. Right. Because the Blu-ray ones just came out, and it's just got like an hour and a half of interviews. But I listened to them all, and there's not really any answers. No. It literally was his daughter came up with this kind of idea of the house, like what would happen if the house, the house was eating people, and he just loved it and rolled it. And I think that's that. I don't know if there is any explanation needed. I've got a, a book in my... Blu-ray case, you got a wee book booklet with yours. Uh huh. It's probably the same booklet. Then. Aye, it's just got a wee essay all about it. Aye, it's quite interesting, it. but it doesn't Aye. give you any answers. Oh well. So you you wouldn't recommend it? No, I I maybe recommend it, but I would tell people what they were getting into before they were into it. I wouldn't I wouldn't say oh, I definitely watch it. I would be like, what kind of films do you like? Or oh, you like <laughs> Japanese films with subtitles? I will try this then. I wouldn't be like, you know, I wouldn't send it to anybody. Yeah, I'm different. I'd give it an eight. That really. I've watched that another three times just for Honestly. doing this. Yeah, yeah. I really enjoy it, and it's not just to be interesting or avant-garde. It's generally, I think it's it's just wild. It's doing so many things that you've never seen in any other movie, and it's it is like the guy's tripping out his tits the entire time, and I respect that. <laughs> I I admire that type of filmmaking. Do you know what I, I think? I feel as if the, there's not enough gore. See, for what the, what the scenes that should be brutal happen, uh-huh. the gore was was pretty pretty weak. And I think it's base it's oversaturation of the the Japanese cartoon market that is gory as fuck. That doesn't ha- once once it's real people, they're almost you know like too respectful and polite to do it as real people. Does that make sense? Uh-huh. Or is that yeah? Do, do you know what, no, you know what I'm getting sense. at? Um, so the, the cartoons they seem to be free to do whatever the fuck they want, but the um, well, I keep saying cartoons. It's obviously it's anime and whatever else, but it's um, they they are more extreme and they obviously tame versions of them as well. But like they're, they're movies with, with people, it just seems as if it's just not quite as brutal or gory or you know like sexy. 
<laughs> remember well, it's always sexy but there's just always fucking octopuses and tentacles and <laughs> dick demons involved no no the, no, uh, the, the, no the anime is sexy the, the real the people movies isn't oh right uh, the this was the 70s though I mean Texas Chainsaw Massacre had very little blood but it was still oh, the, the goriest film of all time so 70s Japan isn't there going to be any bloodier than Texas Chainsaw Massacre was Yes, but, but it's just that it's the idea your fingers and your hands getting ripped off and mattresses attacking you I think, I think yeah. it was directed at kids I think it was a kids fairy tale so but it just went a wee bit darker but not quite dark enough to be like fucking martyrs or a Serbian film if this was directed by somebody who was like nasty in that way then this movie would yes I, I assume this movie would be banned yeah, I, yeah. Imagine this yeah. had like fucking copious amounts of gore and dick and like tits in your face and all that. Like, nobody would actually watch it. It'd be too gratuitous. Whereas, because it's like a wee kind of fever dream fairy tale, it's fun. It's innocent. You're not, you're not getting fucking bombarded with these really graphic images. Hi, this is the Baz from the podcast Under the Stairs. And I like to enjoy tight boys' bodies when I'm at the gym. And if you are, it's then kind of half animated, which then backs up what you're saying that they don't really want to do it really to the people. So they still they still put in a bit of animation, so you know it's not real. And yeah. then the Japanese people can then accept that and don't think, oh my god, he's just showed me a snuff film, which is probably what they're into going by that room that I walked into, full of computers and weird Japanese men buying lasses. <laughs> <laughs> Right, Baz, see, before you go, um, what we'll do is, uh, fucking Liam's been nipping my head about this this audio clip, you know, the one that we promised him back in December. Oh, he's been nipping my head about sending him nudes, but it's no fucking happening. <laughs> he's, uh, he's, he's a persistent little bastard. Um, but what we'll do is we'll record, I, I don't even, I think it's like a fluff piece or what, I think it's like a, yeah, we listen to Scott and Liam all the time. I listen to it while I'm at work drinking my coffee. Uh, that sort of thing, so... It's going to be a tough slog, but we'll, we'll just, I don't know, I don't know. I think the best thing to do is we just, like, get all the fucking anger about them. I have to spend a whole weekend with them and they're dull as fuck. Uh, so we'll see. Have you, no- have you noticed how Scott looks like the Chandler in Friends when it was the alternate reality? <laughs> Check it out. Scott from Scott and Liam. Yeah, he, he could, he could easily. Uh, yeah, the only way he could get more ridiculous is by having a flock of seagulls haircut, and he's not far off it. I think he thinks he's a lost boy. But yeah, we'll, what we'll do is, don't worry about this. Like, we we'll, we'll need to think of something nice to say about him. I'll cut out all this negative shit, so they'll never hear it, and they'll just. Well, get let, let's just no mention Liam's trousers then. If we're going to be nice about it, let's not fucking bring up his trousers, man. That he likes a tight pair of trousers. I think it's body paint most of the time. <laughs> I do, and I think he just tucks his junk up. <laughs> fucking wrong. <laughs> buffalo bills he's it. A, he's a, he does, he buffalo bills it, man. <laughs> oh, fuck me, oh, fuck me hard. He does He does sound a bit like that as well, just like a, he's a Glaswegian buffalo bill. Um, he, he has, I don't know if he has, he has a cat though, and not a dog, but I get the feeling he probably runs by and they're going, Precious! I get that feeling. It's not even for Glasgow either. It's for fucking Hamilton, man. It's like a poor man's Glasgow. Do you know what I mean? 
Hamilton is Glasgow for minx. <laughs> it's true. It says it on the Wikipedia page. <laughs> yeah, I mean, let's be honest. Uh, they're a show that clearly, they, they claim they'd never heard of the podcast Under the Stairs, but they're a show that obviously had heard podcasts under the stairs had heard Baz V Horror and decided that they'd steal the name steal the idea and uh, and then try and pass it off as their own I mean that's yeah. not cool yeah poor oh. man's Gill and Roscoe do you know what I mean uh, poor man's Gill and Roscoe <laughs> yeah oh I remember Gill and Roscoe Baz without um, the 80s credibility without any credibility I don't even give them the 80s credibility indeed, and they're like indeed. fucking what are they Like, I think they have a collective age of about 10 Maybe, if that. Possibly, possibly. Yeah. I don't know. I suppose we need to say something nice about them. It's all right though. Aye, I'll, I'll I'm, I'm really fucking bored talking about these cunts now. Let's just fucking do something. Let's just yeah. say something about them. It's cool. It's cool. I, I'm going to delete all this bit out. We need to worry. And what they'll get is the nice bit. So uh, we'll yeah, record. yeah. <laughs> we'll record that in pair of pricks. <laughs> we'll record it in three, two, one. Hi, this is the Baz from the podcast Under the Stairs, and I like to listen to Scott and Liam versus Evil when I'm at the gym. Those guys are great. Have you watched anything else? I watched uh, Remind on Netflix. Right, okay. It was uh, Japanese schoolgirls again. Starting to feel a trend coming on here. And there was no boobs. There was no gore. There was no sinister themes well I guess there was a sinister theme but it wasn't very sinister it was very tame and from what I was ex- what I was looking for or no I was looking for I wasn't looking for it but I was what I was expecting and you put on a fucking TV program about Japanese schoolgirls I know exactly what you're looking for <laughs> it's you know it's the setup is these like 12 girls were kidnapped and sitting at a dinner table and they've got these bags over their heads and they wake up one by one, and each episode they have to work out why they're there, and they, they, they're remembering different parts, and it turns out they bully one girl, and they, they whittle it all the way down. Have you literally just spoiled this? No, that's that's pretty, kind of pretty <laughs> much given in the first episode, and it's clear that yeah, okay. you know they, they, they disappear one by one, and because you, you, you've got 12 episodes and you've got 12 girls, it's, it's, it's obviously like a, it's like a whodunit, like a murder mystery. And you get to the, or I got to the end, and I did put a post about this up in the group because I did watch it the other week, but I thought it would be better to tail it on the end of this episode. And you get to the end and you think, was that good? Did I just watch it just to get through it? Because the theme tune is bitching and, you know, like, I I don't, and I was hoping to maybe get a wee nipple nipple flash. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Were you sitting all lubed up? I know, just sitting waiting, man. (laughs) <laughs> Codding a floppy, just waiting for it. You know, nothing's happening. Um, no, so you get to the end, and then then there's a bonus thirteenth episode that kind of shows you like a flashback before they they bully one of the girls, and before like everything kind of goes tits up for them. And um, they do this some really kind of cool scenes where like everybody's kind of walking around uh, and and in this in the scene, and then they all stop and freeze, and then the one character that's to tell you the part of the story just talks to camera and. It's a kind of cool, kind of almost like a film noir, kind of done in anime as well. And it's and it kind of works as the 13th episode. And then you go to Reddit and find out all the theories towards this TV show. And they say, like in, the, in that last episode, they tell you, do you think you've seen it all? 
and this one theory suggests that that's telling you to some a, a bunch of people are like oh we're getting a second season but the theory I liked better was that somebody said that sentence do you think you've seen it all means go back to the start watch it again now that you know kind of who the focus is on who the main who the, who the one it is that's supposed to be doing it and watch it again and watch all the the clues that actually are shown to you as you go through and I guess that's kind of cool but I also could be bothered watching it again so <laughs> So, so, so that's it. So it's, it's, a, it's a cool concept. The theme tune for it is absolutely banging. But you know, it was it, there was too many. There was a couple of questions, and they didn't have proper answers. So mm, I don't. I would. I would. I would unrecommend it. But watch it if you want. <laughs> <laughs> that that is a that's a great review. Though. Yeah. <laughs> watch it if you want. Aye. I watched that Veronica on Netflix. Oh, that. I've I watched it. I actually started watching it. I started watching it one night. I was too tired. I couldn't follow it, so I'd played like ten minutes of it. And then two nights ago, I went to put it back on. And I don't know if your next Netflix has ever done this before, but you put on uh, a film that you've started watching before, and the screen will start from the start again, but the sound will stay from the minute you stopped. Does that make sense? Nah, it's never done that. Never done that with me. It done this done it to me and see because it was in Spanish, I couldn't think that the voices weren't speaking at the same time. I just thought I was getting like maybe flashbacks or or voiceovers or or whatever was happening because I was kind of reading the subtitles and then the Ouija board part was happening, but I wasn't seeing it and I was like, no, this isn't this isn't right. <laughs> so I watched like twenty minutes of in the wrong <laughs> in the wrong sync. See, in twenty minutes, did you know? at all clock on that the, the lips and the voices weren't going at the same time honestly you think I would <laughs> <laughs> this learning Japanese is going right to your head man. <laughs> I don't know what me. language is right anymore <laughs> uh, it's really it's worth a watch uh, yeah. I know you keep pointing out that, that same meme that's going about oh my god about how it would uh, it may kill weak hearted people <laughs> Netflix say this is one in hundred hop scary films of all time. Can you watch? Like fucking who's reading this shit? <laughs> fucking stupid grammar and then people posting it all the time in the same groups. Seven hundred people liking it. What? Why is this happening? I, I, I think one like lad Bible or something just posted that oh it's quite scary and they just took it and ran with it. It is. It has got some good frights in it, but. I don't think you're in any danger of your weak heart dying <laughs> after watching it. But it's definitely worth a watch if you enjoy subtitle films and you enjoyed Wreck or Wreck 2. Not so much Wreck 3, that was shit. But it's well worth a watch. With the actual sound synced up though. Yeah, yeah. I plan to watch it, yeah. I do, I'm looking forward to watching it. Anything else? Anything else uh, no, I think I'm, I'm all out of chat, I think. It was obviously Mother's Day yesterday, and we went to. There's a new Chinese restaurant opened, like attached to the palace. Um, uh, I say it was for research for Asian cinema, but it wasn't. Yeah. I just like Chinese, and this place is fucking bonkers. Like there's a Harley Davidson up at the window. Uh, there's like a band set up. There's a pool table in the middle, and there was like three tables, and there was just kids fucking kicking these big giant footballs about. So we don't, and it's kind of laid back, quite casual. Throughout the dinner, a group of lasses got up to go and 
the get the guy that owns the restaurant was exactly like Mr. Chow for the hangover. Like in every way, his laugh, just his mannerisms, it was fucking hilarious. And he came over and he started the motorbike for the like the woman to go on and take photos. When he started it. Started it. It was fully petrol in a restaurant, <laughs> and just left left him to it. So they were revving the fuck out of this motorbike. <laughs> everybody, like, well, I say everybody else. The the rest of like, the fucking twelve years that are in the restaurant, I'm like, that is literally just the smelly petrol. Just for maybe five five to eight minutes, this woman just revving fuck out of an actual f- petrol filled Harley Davidson. I was like, this place is bonkers. And then he came over and he gave Shauna, uh, my sister, the iPad and said, I'll oh, put music on, put GBX on if you want. And because it's Mother's Day, my wee sister put on Calamity Jane just for my lung. So there's a fat woman on a motorbike <laughs> revving fuck out in a restaurant. Calamity Jane uh, just rolled down to the Windy City, is playing. My brother's setting up the pool table and then some wee lassie toe pokes at this big giant like fucking foam ball clean off a woman's face <laughs> spills wine everywhere and I was like this is the greatest restaurant I have ever eaten in so if you stay in Hamlin it's called China Mate <laughs> it's called what? China Mate China Mate like, like Dynamite China but yeah, it's oh, like, like oh, dynamite. Oh, that's but, brilliant. That is the best name I've ever heard in my whole entire life. <laughs> dynamite, but more communist. Uh, there's a karaoke booth you can go to. It's just crazy. There's there's one guy working the tables, the guy that kind of owns it, and I think it's his wife that's in the kitchen. And the food's fucking delicious, but it's just, it, it was the most fun I've ever had in a restaurant just by what was happening around me. <laughs> actually getting carbon monoxide fucking poisoned. <laughs> that is so bizarre, but so brilliant. You were worried about your personal, uh, your personal, your health and safety for your sauces. You didn't have a fucking Harley Davidson <laughs> running in your kitchen. The Harley Davidsons are loud as fuck. Aye, I know. And you need a lot of petrol. My dad actually said that, said that to him, he's like, you need more petrol. And then Chow just replied, ah, I just get high. <laughs> <laughs> Which made me laugh even more. I was like, this is just a bit amazing. So I'm going to go there every week. Because I, I know, <laughs> wow. because nobody else is there, I'm worried that it might shut down. So I'm going to go and I'm going to keep it afloat. Keep it open. Every week. Alright. Brilliant. I think we should go. I think we should get the karaoke booth and do a screen in the house Because I think that would be the perfect location for it. It'd be fucking brilliant. I definitely will go, man. That's, you've sold that, that restaurant to me 100%. <laughs> so... Next week we'll be back with my pick. I'll try not make it as wild as House Try bring it back to a wee bit of normality. Yeah. But make it something enjoyable. Oh, I will. Don't worry. I always make it enjoyable. <laughs> the only person that doesn't find my picks enjoyable is you. And that's part of the fun. <laughs> uh, so where can you find us? You can find us online. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can find us uh, just search Scotland versus Evil on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter at Scotland versus, and you can get us on Instagram at Scotland versus Evil. Join the group on Facebook; it's where all the chats happening. And uh, come and join the fun. Yeah, I just put up a great picture of my cat with green laser eyes. It's actually pretty good. I'd say in Snapchat. Yeah. So that that's that's the type of stuff that's happening in the group. Cat pictures yeah. with laser eyes. Absolutely. You're a fool if you've not joined before. Uh, so, yeah, we'll see you guys next week. Domo Gato.
のひらを空にかざし目を細めていた青春の日々をこの世界に反射する何が眩しかったのだろうかあの頃語り合った夢は風に吹かれて流されていったただ広い大地を踏みしめて古い太陽は沈んだのか下を向くなと誰かに教えられてただずっと前だけを見てきたバカ正直に生きてるだけじゃいつかつまずくものだと今になって邪魔ない石ころの存在を知った人生とは転ぶものいざこそはすりむくものなんだ何度でも立ち上がれよ俺はそれでも歩いてく「いくつかの苦い涙」「拭うこともなくお待ちした日々を」「運命だと信じ込んだ」「愛は錯覚と言い訳するのか」